If you're gonna sell online, you have to have a sales page. You have to. There's no getting around it. Copywriters, marketers will tell you, you need a sales page if you're gonna sell online. Not only that though, you need one of those big old ones as well. You know, the 30 page monsters that, you know, if you scrolled all the way to the bottom with a mouse wheel, you'd get RSI and if you dare to print it out, Greenpeace would come round and slap your legs because you just ruined an entire Amazonian rainforest. That's the kind of sales page you need. But do you? Do you really? Now, I don't know you. I don't know your business. I don't know your favorite type of sandwich. Maybe one day we'll get there. Um, so the answer at this stage is a frustrating maybe, and it depends. That's very unsatisfying though. So let's Let's see if we can just delve into the world of copywriting, marketing, and sales pages. And let's see if we can come up with a set of rules, guidelines, principles that you can follow, anyone can follow. So that no matter what you're selling, no matter to who you're selling, you can follow these principles and work out A, if you need a sales page, and B, if you do need a sales page, what you need to put on it. Because it might not be as much as you think. And I think the problem starts is with the fact that for most people, and I include myself in this when I first started copywriting, I misunderstood what a sales page is. Most people think it's to persuade somebody to take an action. So if you visualize in your head that when somebody lands on your page, they've got zero interest or a very small amount of interest and desire to achieve your result, that by the end of your sales page, you've built that interest up into a, a frenzy. At 100%, I'm ready to go, I want in, gimme, 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 that kind of thing. Most people presume that's what a sales page is. But Eugene Schwartz, one of the great advertisers of all time, is very keen to say that you can't create desire. You can't build desire. Your job as an advertiser or a business or a copywriter is to channel it. So let's have a look at another weird example. Let's say you have the best beginner's guide to campanology course going. Bell ringing is your thing, right? So you've got the best beginner's guide to campanology. I don't care how good your course is. I don't care how good your VSL is. I don't care how good your sales page is. I don't want it. I don't. I could read it, I'll love it, I'll praise you on your copy. I won't be buying your course. I have zero interest in learning how to ring a bell. Step over the innuendo, if we can. So your beginner's guide to campanology, the sales page for that is not to persuade me to take action. It's to find people who want to become bell ringers and then hook them in. So we're targeting people who already have this desire. And when you're targeting people who already have the desire to become a bell ringer or learn more about it, the question isn't how do I persuade them to take action? It's what can I put on this page that will guarantee in their mind that this is the course for them? So we're not trying to persuade. What we're doing is answering objections. So let's take it out of the sphere of bell ringing just for a second because I know nothing about it. Let's say you've got a product that teaches middle-aged dads how to get fit. That's an arena I'm a little bit more comfortable exploring. So let's say your Facebook ad says, middle-aged dads, want to get off the couch without farting? Click here to find out more. I go to the sales page. When I land on the sales page, I'm looking for reasons to click off it. I'm looking for reasons to say, nope, not for me. And that becomes a game changer when you look at sales pages. So for example, if I go to the middle-aged dad fitness sales page, if it says you need three hours a day to do this workout, I'm off. If it says, have you got a lounge the size of Wembley Arena and a metric ton of equipment, I'm off. If it says, 
All you need to do is eat one lettuce leaf per week, I'm off. Those kind of things. Any one of those, and I know it's not for me. I'm looking for a reason to escape from the page and go and find something else. And when you think about your sales page in terms of objections, you realize that maybe in your customer journey, via emails or free trials or lead magnets or anything like that, you've already answered a lot of the objections. So here's another good example. When I was a magician, I needed a CRM software. Now, when I first started, I wanted to do it right. And a company was offering a three-month free trial. And I took them up on it. And this system was perfect for me. Still is. I still use it for a lot of invoicing. So it was perfect. Within three months, I knew it was idiot-proof. It was online. It had everything I wanted. There was nothing I needed that it didn't do. I wasn't looking for anything else. So after the three-month period was over, I just wanted to buy it. I didn't need a sales page. I just needed a button. I knew it was for me. I had no more questions, no objections. I'd lived with it. I knew exactly what I was buying. I wanted in. Give me a button. Let's make it happen. So it's the same with you. If you've got a free trial or maybe you've done a five-day challenge that has opened up 80% of your world, maybe people don't need a sales page. Maybe people don't need a massive email sequence. Maybe people have already bought in on your proof, your mechanism, the benefits, what they're getting. Maybe they've got no more questions. And if they haven't, just give them a bloody button. That's all you need to do. So much like one of the previous episodes when we talked about ticking boxes that your clients need to know a certain amount of things to make a decision, that's what I want you to think about. When the person hits your sales page, what objections are they going to have? And put them in order. Get the most pertinent, relevant ones up top and then just put them in a nice logical order. That's all you have to do. Because they're looking not to be persuaded, they're looking for a reason to get off the page. So homework for today. Think about when your customer lands on your sales page, think about the objections that they're going to have and then answer them. And that's how long your sales page needs. And if they've already bought in and they already want your stuff, just give them a button to buy. Hope that's useful. Have an awesome day.